welcome to episode 29 of the Say Something Podcast. I'm Glenna. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm over there. Just for those of you who are tuning in, this is the third time we've attempted to start the show because <laughs> the lady operating the controls keeps forgetting to hit record. So exactly. there it is. We've well, had many yep. conversations that you'll exactly. never get to hear. We've been in the batter's box for a little bit here. We I took a couple of swings. We've been in the bathroom. We've been in the bathroom. <laughs> no, the batter's what? box. I'm I'm using an obscure uh, uh, baseball reference. We, oh. we 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 swung twice and missed, but we're we're pretty confident we're going to hit this one. By the way, yeah. did we hit the record button, Glenna? Oh, we <laughs> Are did. we okay? We're Are we recording, recording now? Okay, good. And we can now <laughs> finally finally tell the world how concerned we are about Britney Spears. It's Britney, bitch. I feel so guilty. I I I prejudged. I've prejudged for so long and not realized that she's been under this under her father's thumb for such a long time yeah you know this has been going on for years 15 to be exact now you said there's a documentary i didn't even know there was a documentary out i love britney i'm a closet britney fan i do have a lot of her music on my phone which i'm sure you do not you know what i have i i I have like the traditional oops i did it again or whatever that song is and you know i have a couple of others that are in in some compilation albums Look, as a performer, I have to give her kudos, right? She's had longevity. She was one of those, like Justin Timberlake was one of those musketeers that, you know, like uh, Christina Aguilera came up and became something because of her talent, not because she was a pretty face. Yes, she had her public scenario. She was like the whole package because she was a pretty face and she can dance and she -hmm. can sing. I will now, I love Britney, but I will say this. I am not as enamored of her live as I am her pre-recorded music. Have you seen her live? Well, so here's where I've seen her that I was hugely disappointed. Carpool Karaoke with James. Oh my gosh. Why can I not think of his last name? Gordon? Yeah, thank you. She barely sang. I mean, there are a lot of artists who go on that bit who belt it out and you can just hear that they are the real deal. She was either afraid to sing in this car or just wasn't feeling it or maybe it's like Oz pulling back the curtain and maybe she isn't all that without special vocal effects. I don't, I don't know what the, without auto tune. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't do a ton of auto tune, but I mean, I don't think she does. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, the reason, so by the way, I have to comment. The reason why she's in the news and why this is all of a sudden floated to the top of CNN, BBC.com, you know, Fox, everybody's talking about it was, is because of the documentary. I think that if the documentary hadn't come out, it would just be business as usual. It would be another five years before we found out that her father basically doesn't let her spend a dime. Although maybe that's good. Maybe she's, maybe being almost 40, she's going to have money to, to retire on, which a lot of these people don't. They spend a lot more than they make oftentimes. Who knows? We'll have to see. We'll have to look at the. We'll have to watch the documentary. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see it. I didn't realize it was out. And in fact, I owe a lot of my Britney knowledge to our very first guest we've had on the show, who is a non-family member. He has sat here with us through three false starts or two, <laughs> two false starts of this. He's also, particular he's also a super fan. He's and, also our he's also a super fan of the show. Hey, so by the to, way, by the way, well, let's first of all, let's welcome Evan in. Evan, longtime listener and first time guest. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah. So Evan, I think Eric owes you something from his basement because I think you were one of the people many oh my goodness. ago. I am who so Eric horrible. said if three people write in to our email, I will send you something from my basement. Uh, now, that you know what? I was hoping else. that you weren't going to bring that up. I honestly <laughs> hope. So had we not had three, two other false starts, would, would you have let that go? Or is, is it now, is it now you're trying to make up for lost time, Glenna? Well, hey, look at, I'm feeling the guilt because I'm the one that reads. <laughs> I'm the one that reads the email and I know that these people wrote in and, uh, you know, one person on Podbean was like, I want something from your basement. And I wrote and said, just give me your address. Eric will send something. All right. All right. I I promise that now since Evan has made the effort to be, uh, to come on our show and share some of his wealth of knowledge with us about Britney Spears, I hear then I, yes, I, I at least owe him and and the two others. By the way, Evan, he won't be sending you, you know, something gross from the basement. Like it's not going to be one of those. Damp Why are you making promises? Why are you making promises like that? I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, he's not going to send you the casters from an old bed frame. He has fun tchotchkes. I'm not going to be just dryer sheets. No, hopefully it won't be. Dry- <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. hopefully not. So maybe some that I stole from Lucio Ball's house, or a, Vi- a, Vi- well, Vi- hey. a Viagra pen that I got from a famous Hollywood star. No, uh-huh. oh. no just, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> well, I do. Have a Viagra pen, but Isn't that's that another long story for another time. Free with the your purchase or easy, easy, <laughs> easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow it down there, cowgirl. <laughs> so Evan, you're a big Britney fan. Have you seen the documentary? I have not seen it yet. So I wonder if we should all watch it and then discuss it. Because Eric is very concerned about her. So I mean, I think it's our duty. I, I think Evan, Evan, if you're if you're up for the task, uh, maybe you can come on episode 30 and give us your your feelings on. On the Britney documentary. Is it streaming somewhere? Sure. You know, let's well, can we, we turn can to the, uh, the Google ish? We'll figure that. that. We can figure that out. Yeah, later. For so sure. Evan is here today. Our first of all, are you a cat today, Evan? <laughs> Not at the moment. I could be. <laughs> I just love So Evan was the person that sent me the cat lawyer clip when he first saw it the other night. And then I saw it the next morning on the Today Show where they actually interviewed the lawyer who, unbeknownst to him, was on a court case Zoom call where he was inadvertently running a filter that looked like a cat. The funniest part to me, you guys, is when he would look off to the side and the cat's eyes were, you know, glancing left and right. <laughs> He's this plaintive cat saying, you know, can we just continue? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Let's just forge on. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We've lost Eric to a text. This is what I've learned by his moments of silence on the podcast. No, 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 no. Look, I'm trying. I'm, I'm letting our guest express himself. Otherwise, you know, what are you me, really just... doing? Are you on Google? Are you? <laughs> All right. So the Britney Spears documentary is available on Hulu. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Yeah, so that's what just, I wanted. Just um, to let you know. So Evan, I thought you might be a good person to chat with today about our first topic, which is working from home. You know, for those of us who didn't necessarily always work from home, Eric has worked from home for a long time, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at about nine years from home so um but but not in the traditional sense so when you're in sales you you do work from home but there's quite a bit of obviously travel in and amongst those nine years right so you do a lot of preparation and and stuff the traditional hey i'm just going to wake up and work from my home every day and not actually go outside of the home at any point is it's very i think it's very different evan tell me a little bit bit about your situation are you working like do you have to travel outside of the home at any point for work are you basically like locked in there i'm just me here you know going uh 10 steps 
from one room to the other to commence my work day. <laughs> At any point, do you have to do you, do you have to leave the house other than to get food? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have food delivered, you know, why ever? Why ever go anywhere? Here's what I wonder. Like when you first left work, I had this situation where they so I work for a college and they said, you all need to leave campus immediately when this first happened last February, it's almost a year ago now. And so when we first got home, it was one of these how long do you think we're going to be here type of thing? So we all navigated Zoom and just sort of rearranged our days. My kids were now home from school. We were all in the same house on Zoom. And so did you grab stuff from your desk before you left? Did you know you'd be home for a while or what was it like? I didn't know. You know, it seemed initially like it maybe could just be I don't know, a week. I mean, when we, we did initially say, you know, let's take a few hard copy materials home with us so you have enough to start your, your coming week and we'll go from there. So one week followed after the other. And, you know, we had support from the office trying to make sure that we were set up technologically to do our jobs from home. And after a, a few weeks, I guess we started to resume our team meeting. Um, some people didn't have proper equipment for that or didn't know how to do it. So that was, you know, the, the sort of Zoom growing pains. Did but, you have the one lady uh, who, was like the SNL character who couldn't figure out Zoom. And I, I shouldn't say lady, um, the one employee. You threw the ladies right under the well, bus. Well, I did, did because they, they had older ladies unable to figure out Zoom on SNL. Um, you know, I think we were spared that a bit because initially people didn't have necessarily the webcam feature. So they just had audio. People were dialing in through the phone to just be present with audio. Mm-hmm. So after, it actually took many months. Um, they eventually wanted more of us to have webcams. So they checked around and and sent more out to people's houses to make sure that we all could be connected with video. That's adorable. Um, I'm picturing like a little, a little bus, a mini bus they had full of tech equipment and they just tootled (laughs) around like the ice cream man from one house to the next. It didn't, Hey, didn't you, I think your boss dropped off like a care package for you. Didn't she go around and actually do that and take everybody some of the supplies that were in short order at the stores? So one of the IT team people works, lives only a few streets from me. So the situation was that I needed some more project materials. So she had been in the office and she brought things to her house and then I went to her house to pick up this box that was on her porch that was separate from her like living space. And there was some TP in it because my uh, boss knew that I was running a little bit low. That was thoughtful. I like that's definitely going. Well, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. slow, slow this down (laughs) for for just a second. We're breezing over a very, very important point here. And Evan, I'm going to call you out on this. At what point do you share I'm running low on TP with your boss. That wasn't going to make it past you. <laughs> because, because I, I, I literally, I whipped my brain just like went, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> At no point have I ever shared any of that with other than my very close friend, Glenna, maybe, because... <laughs> Because we talk about everything on this show. And, and I know my boss doesn't tune in because, well, quite honestly, he's my boss. And uh, unless I told him why I had a podcast, he would never know, right? right? Maybe I should. And then, but how does that come up in conversation, Evan? Well, you know, my boss, I, I've been at this job for 14 years. And she's been my manager for a very long time. And she's kind of a minutia girl. So we talk about some real itty bitty details at times. (laughs) (laughs) They they know each other well is what he's trying to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's nothing itty bitty about a lack of toilet paper. So here's I'm not so well, you know, I think she actually asked. I think it was like you know there was the it was a shortage or people it was on the verge of a shortage, and she sort of asked like, "Is anybody running low?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, I'm a little bit on the low side. So Evan, you, threw, you threw your hand up on that. Okay. All here's right. the deciding right. factor. If you were sitting on the toilet and she called, would you answer? God, no. <laughs> is you there anyone? Not quite that Wait, come on. You... Evan, is there, Evan, is there Evan, anyone? If I, if I called you and you were on the toilet, would you answer? <laughs> No, no, he anyone? hesitated too long. I'm is sorry. There anyone I'm who... sorry. That's a yes. What about your mom? What? If your mom? mom, what about your mom? No, not worth it. So there's no. nobody. There's there's nobody you. It... you... It's it's voicemail, straight voicemail when you're on the toilet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I I can't let this go either. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe you were in the middle of a phone call and you decided I'm just going to put this on mute. Maybe it's like a, a conference call or something for work. And you're like, oh. I, I can't not. And so you put the phone on mute and then you go and you're still listening, but you're actually not actively talking <laughs> and then you're done. And then you double check that the, the mute's pressed because you're going to have to flush the toilet and then you make it back to your desk. And then you find you're like, oh my goodness, I can actually unmute this and be part like- of the conversation now. You've never done that. Evan? Come on now. I, I'm going to say I, I, that like, I've, done in, I've done it in a larger meeting. What I have done, because it's through my PC interface, I've turned the audio up. It's muted. It's, it's this, you know, large company thing. So while I can still hear the audio, I go the six feet to the bathroom and I leave the door open so I can hear what's going on. <laughs> in the meeting. All right. Okay. Good. I think Thank that you. counts. Thank you for coming clean. Cause I, I think we've all, we've all been on the cusp of having to make that tough decision. And sometimes biology is against us. It's like, sorry, but. Yeah, I feel like in my younger days, this is going to devolve very quickly. I feel like in my younger days, like in college, we would get back from dinner and we would just stroll into the bathroom and have full conversations in the stalls. I mean, we never cared who was in there. And it was a, just an additional time when we could be together and chat. <laughs> When was this in college? You did this in this college? One of those, isn't this a men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing? Because men don't talk like that in the bathroom. If we had right? phones back then, I full on would have been on the phone in there. And, and now, uh, yeah. Yeah. now I wouldn't. Evan. Yeah, I'm with Evan. I, I don't think that any, I, okay. I, we wouldn't do that. It's not every man. I have heard people I know. I'm not. And I've thought to myself, aren't you in the bathroom right now? And I can hear you talking. <laughs> no, I was, I was referring to like the group. The group that's in the bathroom talking at the same oh, time. Oh, is that like a written rule in the guys' room? You, there is no speaking at all? Are there pleasantries? Anything? No. I know there's no eye contact. <laughs> but like, what if you I would say no. What like would you, you say, can't... Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's a tough one because the whole urinal scenario is very, very different than the stall scenario for women. So, uh, no, especially not at a year. Well, Evan, come on, think about this. When you Remember when you were possibly in elementary school and there was the, let's see who can back up the farthest oh. <laughs> at the urinal? Really? I don't you're, remember you're, this. What? <laughs> Those poor janitors, you know, they, they suffer the brunt of that exercise. Come on, I have good aim. I hear the horror stories from my son about the boys' bathroom in high school. It, what if it were a buddy of yours in the next stall? Still talking is, is out? That just doesn't happen? You know, I think maybe if it's just, you you know, it's just going to be two people. But if the third, a third person comes in and they're not part of your little group, it's super weird. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know if yeah, I've ever made you this uncomfortable. Where, this is really fun. Going. No, because I, I, you can't ask me. I'm, I, I, I honestly have no boundaries. Okay. When it comes to that. Yeah. But well, I can see being in a very. I can see at the urinal it would be a very vulnerable situation. I can see well, where you would be like, "Listen, buddy, I'm here to do this, and I'm leaving. Stop talking." I can see that. Yeah. The last thing you want to do though stranger, is, yeah. is engage with somebody that could potentially be hostile. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, most women aren't that way when they drink, but. Guys can be. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we've, we've strayed again. So back to, <laughs> again? Back to... <laughs> Isn't that the name of our show? So we've strayed again? <laughs> we've strayed again. I wonder, Evan, so I know you have been now looking at, okay, so this has been going on for a year. So now you're looking at like, well, I think maybe I'll redecorate my home office. And you and I have been talking about what distractions we have because- we have no life. And tell me what the picture looks like when you first came home to versus what it is now, as far as how has your day-to-day changed? What do you do? What do you do for amusement when you need a break from work? When typically you would, you know, wander over, talk to a coworker or fight about the temperature of the office. (laughs) Do you miss that? Do you miss having the thermostat wars that you had at work? <laughs> um, of the things I missed, it would not be the thermostat war. <laughs> it was always too like... hot. It was always too hot for you, right? Wasn't it too warm in there for you? Yeah, yeah. Well, like and, eight... and too dry. So I'm here. I'm just sort of weighing my own. If I'm going to be a cheapskate about, you know, at what level I set my thermostat, mm-hmm. and I have a, a supplemental space heater here in my little office to to ensure my own comfort. Mm-hmm. Evan and I have become like old man and old woman. Because here's here are the conversations we have. I tell him about what kind of bird seed I've bought. <laughs> and then what do you tell me about that's outside your window? Well, what? we talk about my bird bath that is equipped with a de-icer, so it's the, it's okay and open for birds. Whoa, to whoa, 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 wait, whoa, which was whoa. totally wait, it was totally a whoa. pandemic purchase, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. A, a de-icer for your bird bath? So this is a thing. It's temperature sensitive and it makes sure that it doesn't actually get warm, but the ice does not freeze because there's this electric element in there keeping it from from getting that cold. I wondered about that, Evan, because they probably want a refreshing, cool drink, even in the winter. So I'm so glad it's not like hot water. Hopefully, I mean, if we're warmer, it probably would have algae would grow, right? So. Uh, probably. And are they still bathing in the winter or are they just drinking? What are they doing? Well, there's some bathing, I would say more drinking than bathing, but it's been a, a weird thing. And I've also complained to you about this and that I'm like, I know this is costing me money to actually have this on every day, all oh, day. It's got to be nominal. <laughs> like, it really... why, why aren't there more birds? Like it, it really kind of runs in streaks and I'll look out there. unlike the summer when it seems to be super busy that I'll look out there and there will be, uh, have you tried putting up all, signs? Almost all day and no, no there. Hmm? Have you tried putting up signs? Like maybe um, a picture of the birdbath with an arrow pointing towards right. your house, something. I So this is what Evan, this is what our life has become. Evan and I call each other and I'm like the Kristen Wiig character from SNL going, oh my God, I'm so excited because I bought suet. Like that was the highlight mm-hmm. of my week. Do you think one bird has touched this damn suet yet? No, nobody, nobody's touched the suet. Slow down, slow down. What is suet? It's often like a peanut butter based. Describe it, Evan. You're going to do a better job. They call it a suet cake because it's all stuck together and then largely fat based. But there's also things in it like seeds and nuts. And sometimes you told me you have one with bugs in it, right? So that's a different thing. So the suet that I have is basically like a peanut butter suet. The bug thing I bought is bugs. (laughs) This is how dull we've become. 
But I'm, I can't even tell you the level of excitement I have about this. I don't know what my problem is. I, the, the one I got is it goes on a cylindrical feeder. So it looks like a, a, they call it a seed log. You slide it over this post, you screw the top back on. It has a nice weather guard. So if it's snowing, they stay dry. And this one has nuts, bugs, dried mealworms, and fruit. Do we think we've lost Eric to a text or have we put him to sleep? <laughs> oh, 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 no, think, no, 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 I think no, he's no, jumped off a cliff. <laughs> no, no, wait a second. You guys... You guys kept me at dried mealworms. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat here. My latest suet is um, red pepper that is supposed to deter squirrels. Okay, and have the squirrels eaten it yet? Because I've, I've heard some people say the squirrel squirrels like honey badger. He don't care. I don't think so. I saw one squirrel there, and I think he was just figuring out he didn't like it, and I have not seen him back. Oh, good. Okay. Um, and so I think... Like with the bird bath, the birds sort of are, have to rediscover that it's there. I did see some there earlier, so hooray. Oh, good. All right. Yeah, see, they'll tell their friends. I now have a flock, and I'm, I promise you we're going to stop talking about this as soon as I tell this story. I counted today 16. I have a flock of goldfinches who have decided they love the sunflower seeds I put in my feeder. So for anybody out there who is looking for a diversion during the pandemic, if you're working from home, Feeding the birds really is a cool thing to do that, I don't know, sort of takes your mind off other stuff. They're happy little creatures. Make sure you get a baffle so the squirrels can't get at the pole or buy the hot seeds that they can't, um, that they don't want. The birds can't taste the heat, but the squirrels can. I don't know. I've found it's been a really nice diversion during this pandemic. Any other, any tips you have, Evan, for somebody working from home, how to make it more enjoyable? I will confess that my home office was a mess. And it was one of those rooms that I never properly decorated or maintained. So after a few weeks, I, I was like, I can't take this anymore. So I, you know, I, I cleaned it up and um, was a big shift to make it better for myself. So I, I bit the bullet and I, I ventured out to Staples and I spent hours sitting in different chairs. <laughs> and, uh, As one does. And I... And I was talked into, you know, spending more than I wanted to. But the salesperson said, you know, there's, again, there are chairs for a few minutes and then there are chairs for, you know, a full work day. Um, I, I feel like so every time I, I go to Staples, my... I, do, I'm sorry, I just have to ask you, was the person helping you with the chair a close talker? Because like close talkers bother me in non-pandemic situations. We went in and did the same thing. And I felt like could you get any closer, buddy? I like, I felt like we were playing a weird game of keep away. Like he'd come over and talk to me and I would back up four feet and then he'd come closer and I would back up five feet. Did you have that problem? I did not. It's um, just me. The, the comical thing to me, to me was though, that I was there so long that the guy I was working with went on break <laughs> and then oh. I was looking for him and, and they said, oh, he's gone on lunch. And I waited long enough that he came back from lunch. So I could just check oh, in with him one more time. Hilarious. My guy went into the storeroom and never came back. And so I was like, um, it was just so yeah. awkward and weird. We kind of just tiptoed out of the store and decided to look online. <laughs> so you took the hint is what you're saying, Glenna? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Right. He's like, this lady keeps running away from me. I don't know what she wants from me. So he's like, he just took off. I don't know. Well, thank you for joining us today, Evan. I wish you luck with your birdbath. I hope you get a lot of customers. Thank you. When they're done can, there, send them over here for my suet. Can you send us a photo of a bird in the birdbath? Is that possible? Sure. I, what do I have? I definitely have a whole stock of those because yes. that's what I do. Yeah, I, it's the same here. I, I don't care about the suet. 
I just care about the the, the heated bird bath. Eric, are you in the bathroom now? Because your audio sounds different. I think no, Evan, I'm in the car. I think he's in the. I think he's in the bathroom. No, I'm in the car. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm we'll let car. you go, Evan. I think we dragged Evan away from his work day. So thank you for joining us. I hope maybe you'll join us again sometime in the future. That would be great. Thanks yeah. for having me. All right. See you later. All Watch right. the Britney bye documentary. Bye. Watch Britney. I will. Your homework. All right. Say Britney. All right. Bye. So it was great to obviously talk and meet uh, Evan, uh, and I do owe him uh, I do owe him a, uh, a a couple of prizes from the from the basement. You better and get I on think that. this is a, a well, this is a nice segue because I'm in the process of decluttering, right? I'm in the process of purging and making room in my life for other things other than stuff right yeah so and i think that that's kind of been a trend at least as i'm around garbage day uh and with lots of different people because people are at home and and they're deciding that they need to redo their workspaces like evan did and and that you know people are are starting to think about hey um, i know that when i was at the donation center donating stuff that there was tons of stuff that people were getting rid of the things yeah. that they don't use so you know just i have some strong feelings about it. I wanted to get your take on it. Have you been trying to declutter so, during this uh, COVID time? Or just you... in general, I think a lot of people have because I have seen more things on Facebook Marketplace or I, you and I talked to have talked before about different communities have a thing on Facebook where you, they're just giving things away. And all you have to do is be the, you know, the first caller as it were, you know, right. But I've seen a lot of that. And I think a lot of people, because they're home, they're up in this stuff and they want it out of, out of their home and out of their space. And yeah, a lot of it is probably that people are redoing their workspace and they've got to make room for being there all the time as opposed to running in and doing a few things on their computer. So as far as decluttering, I have started some, I have not done a huge overhaul, but I categorize stuff when I declutter. So I have a whole section in my basement that is designated for yard sale, which who knows when I'm going to be able to have a, like a COVID free yard sale. And then right. there is a section for, okay, this stuff I'd like to try to sell like on eBay. And then mm-hmm. this stuff is for donation. Um, oh, and I do, well, I have a friend who takes donations for a church thrift store. And so mm-hmm. that stuff I drop off to her all the time. Oh, There's okay. like, I don't know. I like the, I like the thought of if you bring something into your house, you have to get rid of something or mm-hmm. even better, like bring one thing in, get rid of two. I think it would be nice. So, yeah. So that's very interesting. So I just watched a documentary called The Minimalist. It's mm. on Netflix. And did it, two, did it make you want to throw everything away that you own? <laughs> It didn't, yeah. but but it gave me a lot to think about. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't consider myself to be a hoarder, but I do consider myself to be a saver. It's one of the, it's, it's one of the, the, um, the complex uh, byproducts of being thrifty. I'll leave yeah. it. That's, that's mm-hmm. a very fun way of saying all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, and, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I look at something and I'm like, I could use that. Is it something that, you know, I spent money on or somebody else spent money on? Do I want to, like you said, do you want to sell it? Do you want to donate it? Do you want to, 
you know, move, move it, move it to a different location, give it a new home, uh, spruce it up. Does it have sentimental value? Because something that has sentimental value, you might have to really think hard about negotiate with yourself. Do I really, 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 really want to keep this? Right. And so that is one of the quandaries that I run into. One of the debates in, inside my skull is, is this something that means something to me? Or am I just hanging on to this for the sake of hanging on to it? Because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to just give it away. Right. So I'm, I look at things as having a certain, certain sense of value to them. Yeah. And so this, this documentary actually kind of puts a spin on that every day for a month, he was going to get rid of something. And then he went from that to every day for the next month, get rid of two things. Oh, I like day. that. Yeah. And then and then he started this thing where on day one, you get rid of one thing and on day two, you get rid of two things and on day three, you get rid of three things and day four, you get, you know, and so on. And he said by the time he had done that a couple different times that he was decluttering and he was finding himself in a freer state, not only just mentally, but but he wasn't having to worry about all these things that we, you know, that took up time and energy and and, and everything else. Now, his other, this interesting enough, his, his other friend did it a little differently. What he did was, is he had a, he had a packing party where he literally packed up everything in his apartment, everything, and then only unpacked the necessities when he needed them. I remember working with a gentleman who told me, I have a box I just found in my attic. It's been up there for 10 years. If I haven't needed anything in that box this past 10 years, I don't need it. And I think without opening it, he just got rid of it. Oh, I got to give I got to give people credit for that one. Yeah. The argument of this of this minimalist movement is you're spending too much energy and too much time for very little gain. It's it's actually it would actually be better for you just to get rid of that stuff and just donate it and take the tax write off versus cash to hang on to it for some weird time that you know you don't even know is actually even going to come i know here's the thing i find this stuff sitting here weighs on me i can't even watch and we're kind of out of time so let's let's pick up on this next time but i just want to end with i have tried to watch the show hoarders but i can't even watch an episode i want to just get rid of every single thing i own after i watch it it makes my skin crawl like i can't even yeah have you ever been in a hoarder's house i can't say i've ever been in a true hoarder's house no i don't think i would step inside i'd be too grossed out so I have. And we'll talk about this on the next Yeah, tell me. Tell us I, on the next episode. Because anyway, well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> listening, everybody. Hey, don't forget, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, the Twitter. And you can also email us. The Say Something Podcast at gmail.com.